a Radio 191 FM podcast. And we are super stoked to be joined by Professor Rhonda Rosengren. Um, welcome to the show, yeah, Rhonda. Hello. Kia ora. Ooh, Ooh, lovely. Oh, you're here. Welcome. How are you doing today? Awesome, pretty good. I got uh, biked home just in time to get here before the call, so that was good. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you. <laughs> Perfectly done. I got some exercise in there as well. Well done, more than I can say I've done. Um, but hey, thanks so much for joining mm-hmm. us. And the reason you are here is because I um, am part of this paper called SCOM 301, um, Science Communication, and there is an event called Paint Some Boobs, um, which is about breast cancer awareness and bringing in scientists um, to discuss the future of breast cancer and all things related, um, which is where you come in, Rhonda, which is very exciting, and I'm just so thrilled to be able to have you um, as part of this event. Um, what is your background? Yeah, well, um, I'm a um, toxicologist by um, classical training, so I got my PhD in toxicology, um, which is a huge field anyway, But and I kind of get to breast cancer kind of a bizarre backdoor way in that I was studying um, environmental pollutants um, and one of those is dioxin, which is from, if you guys are all so young, I'm assuming maybe if you know a little bit of history about um, Agent Orange in the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you have, if you don't, the other thing from New Zealand standpoint is um, it was part of a herbicide used to get rid of gorse. Anyway, this horrible compound, um, which is quite toxic, is also bizarrely preventative or um, protective against, preventative is the wrong word, but protective against breast cancer. So I got my interest in breast cancer through kind of a really highly toxic compound. Wow, that's such yeah. a yeah, interesting like pathway to go through. I guess you never really would make the connection between the two things. but Yeah, and it was unexpected. You wouldn't think something that is quite toxic would do that and what's kind of cool about it is that um, when you know how something really horrible works you can use that pathway to try to make drugs Mm -hmm. Um, you know so it's kind of an so anyway and the other part so Hannah you're in that paper that Tom's paper but um, so I kind of got involved as well because one of your classmates was in my undergrad paper um, where we talk about some of those things that I just kind of briefly mentioned um, so we talk about that a lot in my in my paper and so this shit said hey i'm going to do this science communication event do you mind come along and i'm like sure no worries yeah we're so stoked to have you on board yeah it is very cool and i guess another thing about breast cancer and um there's a lot of i guess other spot like um pink ribbon breakfast and other ways that you can support the breast cancer yeah. foundation there is also um i guess a little bit of a miss science communication facts and um we've heard you talk about like what are some breast cancer myths that you've heard or yeah circulated? when people when people know that you're involved in breast cancer mm. do they ask you all of the questions and what are the kind of crazier ones that you've heard oh god i don't know if i've heard yeah i mean I did get some high school students um, came and talked to me one time because they wanted to do, you know, something for, I God, I should know better than how, what exactly they were doing, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, because kind of one of the common ones is the um, anti-perspirant deodorants, 
right. you know, using those causes breast cancer and, and things like that. And so I think they were trying to work on some sort of like, I think it was an ent- entrepreneurial kind of thing where they're like, we want to make a deodorant that doesn't cause breast cancer. Oh. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, well, but anyway, so I talked to them, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm not sure what, uh, I mean, oh, I think, what was the other one? Is it the, I don't know, because I, I, sorry, I, I, I if you, that's okay. I, I don't know. If I had a little bit of heads up, maybe I would have, I don't, but I'm thinking, because I don't know if this was a breast cancer, but there was also things I remember about the little, maybe this is more of a U.S. thing, like the fabric, spraying the fabric, mm. um, freshener thing was causing I thought that was breast cancer but it might have been dog cancer or something I'm not but spraying something causes cancer yeah yeah I think yeah, is, I th- yeah. yeah. another one is that I think some people assume that only women get breast cancer yeah that's one that I've heard um, quite frequently oh, yeah okay I guess that's not I mean that's just uh, yeah I mean yeah because men can get it too it's just obviously not common yeah but no um um, I was going to say as well, um, it's going to be really cool to have an opportunity to have you here um, as part of the event for people who likely have been touched by breast mm. cancer in some way are probably going to be attracted to this event um, and to be able to kind of discuss. Because you're looking at drugs and prevention and that kind of stuff and you know the future of breast cancer is hopefully going to be prevention ultimately um, by these drugs. What is your research field at the moment? Are you working in breast cancer or are you doing something else? I do. I dabble a little bit. I used to, I was doing a lot more and um, I've just kind of branched out into a lot of other kinds of things. And one of the, one of the really cool, I think, things that we've just gotten funding for and they haven't announced this yet, but it's going to be announced soon as we're doing, um, we're using waste food products to remove nitrates out of um, fresh water to prevent, you know, because I'm sure you know how horrible mm, nitrate mm-hmm. pollution is in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, and what, from a sustainability standpoint, it's using a waste product that would already, that would alternatively have gone into a landfill. Instead of going into a landfill, we're using it to get rid of the nitrates out of the water. So prevent, or, or you know, combat water pollution. Cool. Yeah. And then, within then, because it's cold, wait, but wait, there's more. <laughs> if you then use that spent coffee ground with the nitrates on it, you could then take that someplace with heads as an alternate fertilizer. So someplace with a low nitrogen in the soil and kneading it. Oh. Then, so you, you actually, that's actually no way, you know. So, um, and we're in the, just at the start of doing that, which is, which is pretty cool. But I've got, uh, you know, lots of different things happening. So, um, mm. yeah, we probably, I don't know, there's probably too much, not too much, not enough time in your show to talk about all the bizarre all of the things, but we- where, you know, different types of projects um, that are, that is happening. But what, that's one of the awesome things about toxicology is it's a wide field um, with lots of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so probably I guess one of the other things I, I wanted to say or was thinking about when you mentioned that, so like I've done a pink ribbon, I've done pink ribbon breakfast before um, when people have said, hey, we're having one of these, do you mind coming and talking? And, and I think one of the things that uh, I don't know what you're planning totally next week with your pottery event, but one of the things 
could that could be this you know when you leave things you know for a little to and fro you know back and forth question yeah kind of thing, you know mm-hmm. because no one really wants that well some people do but very few people want to listen to someone yet or on and on but like if you can kind of go because maybe some of those people who come to make pottery might go hey i read on the internet that blah yeah and that way you can kind of um you know help them um that's what we were hoping um, with the yeah. event. So, I mean, I, I'll outline a little bit more of what it is. So it's a small, intimate um, pottery session where we've got these little clay hearts, which mm-hmm. we are going to paint um, little boobs on, which we thought was really, really cute. Um, and so we're all just going to sit down. There's only 13 people. Um, including oh, our speakers. Okay. Awesome. I had, yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be small and intimate and hopefully encourage um, some dialogue and some questioning and give you a space to kind of start, I guess, the conversation by explaining um, what you do and your role and, you know, spur the conversation. Mm. But everyone, including you, um, are going to be painting. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hopefully leveling the field as well and not kind of creating this difference and um, yeah. distinction between kind of the scientist and then you've got the lay person public it's kind of hopefully a two-way dialogue um and because we're all at the same level and all probably humbled by our lack of painting ability um oh well well don't worry i will i will lower that bar (laughs) it'll be yeah a ridiculously low bar for um Perfect. So, well, that's awesome. So, we'll kind of like just be sitting around and having a chat. Absolutely. Yeah. Just having. Oh, that sounds really awesome. And we've also Um, got some tea and coffee as well to hopefully, you know, people chat over tea and coffee. Um, And the. the, um, So, this is on Wednesday, the 13th of October. And Rhonda's session is at 4 30 p.m. And we've also got Dr. Anita Dumbier Mm -hmm. at 3. Um, and the cost of the ticket is $20, um, and that all proceeds go to the Breast Cancer Foundation New Zealand. So it's essentially a donation and a cool evening and an activity as well to do with your flatmates or whoever you've got. Um, Yeah, good cause, great things, and you get to talk with Rhonda. That sounds really awesome. So So is it two sessions, so is it like 13 times two? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, that's everything. Um, why are you excited to be involved in this event, Rhonda? Well, I think, well, I was just going to say, you know, I'm going to, you probably already, did you, did you, you obviously had Anita on or she's on later or? No, just you, you. Just Lucky Dip. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I'm going to get a plug for, I'm going to give Anita a plug because so, so oh, Anita's awesome. I'm going to have a plug for me because our, I can guarantee you our session is going to be awesome. <laughs> but Anita is, is. <laughs> A young hotshot researcher. She's her session will be really awesome. I can I can pretty much guarantee that. But um, it's easy for me um, in terms of answering your question because to me that um, there's no point if you're going to be a scientist. And I've been doing this, you know, since I left. You know, I did my university, did my post grad, and have been doing this ever since. And to me, it's really important for a scientist to be able to talk to everybody about what mm-hmm. you do or other things and, and kind of maybe in another different way. There's, I could go with the opposite and say there's not a whole lot of much point in doing science if you're not going to be able to talk to people about it and, and talk to non-scientists. Mm. 
Um, and and then my my probably last plug would be, and this is a kind of a depressing thing, but New Zealand is one of the worst countries in terms of investing in science. And part of my you know thought process is if we can talk about it more, then you know and the more people can then see how important this is, and then maybe they. You know, say to their government, "Hey, we need more science investment." Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but also that, and also when it comes to cancer and breast cancer and other things, you know, the more you know, the better you, the better choices you can make, and it's going to be up to you to make any of those kinds of choices because there are what we can talk about next week is there are some lifestyle factors that affect breast cancer and. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying you want to jump on board with those, but if you're well-armed, then you can decide, okay, am I going to take on these habits or not? Yeah, and I guess it is that it's the importance of informed decisions and being in a safe place where you can chat to someone that is, I guess, um, an expert in the field and feel comfortable. But, yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show and talking to us. Lovely to chat with you. Uh, First time, actually, to talk with you, Rhonda. So lovely we've been emailing, but I haven't actually had a call Yeah, 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 no Uh, worries. And just, yeah, so I will, so so you guys are, is it, is it, Hannah, is it just you or are you guys both doing uh, Just me, just Hannah. Just me, so I'll see you there. Yeah, all right. But no, um, 13 isn't a whole lot of tickets to sell, so I'm, I'm sure you'll sell out. Absolutely, oh, I hope you. so. I really hope so. Alrighty. Um, just more on that, a little bit left. If you want to buy a ticket, head to um, Facebook and if you just search Paint Some Boobs and Learn About the Future of Breast Cancer, that is the title of the event. We're also on Eventbrite. That'll take you straight there. Um, yeah, again, tickets are $20 um, for a good cause on yeah. the 13th of October. Check it out. And if you can't come, tell your friends, please. It's very cool. Um, and Rhonda will be there and it'll be a very cool chat. And that's that's all from me. That is of. all from us. Um, thank you, end. Rhonda, thank you. again. And- that was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.